Hey guys, welcome back to the Nojakas podcast. I'm your host Mahesh and I'll be hosting today's episode of the podcast. In today's episode, we have two guests here with us. First off, let me introduce Ricky to you. He's a 11th grader and he would like to be known as a big shot nerd and a thick spectacle guy. He's a cuber and an astrophysics enthusiast. Glad to have you here, bro. Thanks, bro. And next we have Aman here with us. He's a chess player and he loves physics. Glad to have you here too, bro. Thanks, guys. All right, bro. What's the agenda for today? Well, first off, we start with our technical segment featuring Ricky, followed by the Zuma talks featuring Aman, and then uh, we'll uh, what continue with the entertainment talks and. Sounds good to me. So let's go ahead. All right. In today's technical segment, we are going to be interviewing the tech geek Ricky about the fundamental differences between phones and PCs in a highly elaborated way. Okay, Ricky, like it's all yours now. All right. So as we all know. we have our smartphones on one side and our computers so if you are a bit technically aware you might know about the fact that smartphones have a different processor than computers of course they have evolved differently that's another thing but our smartphones have a very tiny chip as compared to our computers because computers have a lot of space you know the real estate part and hence for our smartphones to actually work properly and efficiently with good battery life we need a different architecture that's where arm came out arm was evolved with the thing in mind that we need to increase our efficiency of processing so now the main thing that happened a few months ago was in the laptop arena our biggest com- uh, company apple they brought out their latest macbook lineup the macbook pro and the macbook air with a new chipset a new kind of chipset now people were going nuts about this because this chipset it was mad lad it threw away any sort of inter- i mean any sort of collaboration it had with intel or amd and just straight ahead moved to arm arm based chipset now this arm based chipset is also found in our smartphones by the way and if you keep track of the iphone area then the latest iphone the iphone 12 series they have the a14 bionic chip now this m1 chip is not just a slight improvement over the already overpowered a14 chip it's a massive leap not just from that but from a leap from any of the x86 processors that we have on our laptop side so this made our macbook lineup <laughs> okay like uh, i had a doubt bro like many of our viewers also might not know and even uh, i myself don't know like what is this arm based uh, chipset oh yeah so this arm based chipset is basically it's um, it's a more efficient way of processing the things we already process in our computers so these arm based chipsets they are very very efficient and they are low power consuming so as compared to the desktop ones they consume very less power and that's the reason the batteries on them i mean the battery life on these kinds of devices are very high for example take our smartphones they last a day or two if you have a good battery life smartphone and take your laptop they have a massive battery life if you had ever checked inside so these laptops they have big battery lives they have big batteries but their battery lives are low just because they use a very inefficient architecture that is the x86 system now the arm system it has reduced instruction set so what that mumbo jumbo means is that it will consume very less power and do it uh, do it very fast you could say 
with less steps so these arm processors they were previously only found in smartphones and portable gadgets not on our computers what apple did uh, is they brought these arm chipsets to their new macbook lineup now this is not new people have already done it people from microsoft and samsung have uh, given a shot at this but their attempts weren't as refined as apple's and apple not only has decided to do it perfectly but they have replaced their entire laptop lineup with the arm processors the new laptop lineup and everyone including the tech reviewers are just going crazy about this this new processor this new design of processors can do some very extreme level things that uh, work workstation processors do for example if uh, if we take a macbook our previous generation uh, the previous generation macbooks they could only play games at around they could they could barely play games basically now these new macbooks they can play games as well as do all the other stuff that the old ones used to do so that's a massive improvement in terms of gaming now the crazy thing is while the entire laptop industry was moving along with intel and amd apple has just drifted away from their path and made a new path altogether and because of this all the other companies that were already in intel's uh, intel's carriage they are now able to shift to the arm region because apple has done it first apple is like a catalyst that has you know enabled the arm revolution you could say and this is quite crazy if you ask me the new ipad also the new ipad 2021 even that is going to fe feature an m1 chip how crazy is that a laptop level processor on a tablet wow on ipad like the late, the upcoming yep. ones okay yep. that's the crazy. new ipad pro so now you might ask that sure um, what's the big deal well the the big deal is that you get a tablet a thin and light tablet with good battery life and not just that along with it you can also you can also uh, potentially run some desktop apps like photoshop um, premiere pro or uh, you know you could do some crazy autocad stuff on a tablet this is quite unimaginable for the for the techno geeks out there and so this is just you know shaking up the entire arena and it's quite crazy if you ask me okay so now like due to this apple's uh, arm system arm based chip system now i can like what now i don't have to wait to like what buy a, a macbook or go to my home to use the pc or something for the editing and editing work or something uh, just basically the yes. editing of this thing sharad can now use his I, I macbook or like what ipad or something to do that do this hardcore editing of this podcast right <laughs> yep you could potentially do that and yes of course you will be able to do that in the future because the developers don't want to miss out on this golden opportunity so you will have the you will have the chance of doing it you know everyone will get these kinds of software on the ipad in the future in the near future like uh, pretty cool and uh, it's a really good news for our editor sharath so <laughs> okay 
uh, is I think that's it about uh, for the for the technical segment, right? All right, guys. Then moving on to the next segment, Zoomer Talks. We are gonna be discussing atheism, God, and religion with Aman. Okay, bro. What are your uh, views on this atheism and uh, this topic, bro? What What I wanna say is, uh, when you think about God, God is supposed to be omnipotent, right? Or uh, you know, omniscient, right? He's not supposed to be just a yeah. powerful, you know, like Superman or something like that. Yeah. But you're not going to worship something like Superman or something. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you have the uh, you have two. Uh, I'm talking specifically about two religions. That is, uh, Christianity and uh, 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 and Hinduism. So both of them debunks their gods as not being omnipotent and omniscient. Omniscient means all knowing, and the other means all powerful. Okay. Yeah. So you uh, you have in the Bible uh, where uh, you know you have Genesis, the first book. Uh, in that. Uh, you have where uh, you know after God creates the first human, as said in the Bible. Uh, after the, after creating the first human, uh, God uh, there's a specific line in the Bible telling God realized God realized that uh, Adam didn't have a partner, or uh, God realized his loneliness, and then he ripped out a bone and you know just created a woman. Okay. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so this is where the problem happens, because in God realizing it, it directly connects to Him not or being all knowing, because yeah. an all knowing, because an all knowing being will have already have known that Adam would be lonely, or that he would need a companion. Bro, like, bro, that's like, I, I didn't think about that. That's fascinating. That's a massive dude. <laughs> yeah. See. So that this this easily debunks that God is not at least the God in the Bible is not all knowing. Then uh, I do not even have to speak for uh, Hinduism because we have a lot of cases. You have like a lot of cases where you know uh, Rama didn't know that uh, Rama didn't know that Sita would get kidnapped and all that stuff. You know there are a lot of instances, uh, stories that I've heard. So, uh, we have a lot of instances where God is not all powerful and all knowing in both these uh, religions. I don't know much about Islam. Uh, dude, uh, you have come up with multiple uh, paradoxes, right? Like in your Instagram stories, I've checked them out. Like, uh, would you like to present any of them? Yeah, then uh, yeah, one paradox that uh, uh, would come will be the omnipotence paradox, uh, where you have that. Uh, think about an omnipotent being, a being that's all powerful. Uh, the being, uh, so uh, you, uh, the being create. Uh, okay, now we are gonna test his power, and we ask the being to create a rock that even the being cannot lift. So now, if the be, uh, if the uh, omnipotent being tra- uh, creates uh, an object that he cannot lift, that means he's he's not powerful enough to lift the rock that he cannot lift. And if he cannot create such a rock, it means he's not powerful enough to create such a rock. So an omnipotent being cannot exist because of this paradox. I mean, it's like an omniscient being may be able to answer that, but you know this paradox as it is. So you came up with it, or you checked it out somewhere? I saw it oh, somewhere. No, I I watched it in a uh, I watched it in a YouTube video. Okay, okay. So no, uh, building on the atheism topic, like uh, we speak about spirituality, right? Basically, spirituality is like the science of uh, human soul. So do you think humans have a soul, like? Uh, Separate ah, yeah. being from the body. Uh, that's where, uh, yeah, since 
so, you know most uh, one thing most uh, religious people tell is that you can't disprove the existence of a soul you can't disprove the existence of god and thus you cannot uh, uh, and thus you cannot uh, say that god does not exist and one thing that you can tell to counter this is uh, you take a, a, a man all right uh, think that uh, some kind of uh, murder or something has happened all right uh, so in such a case you can't prove his innocence uh, think you can't prove his innocence and you can't even disprove his innocence you're not going to hang that person right right similarly just because you can't prove god uh, prove god's existence nor can you disprove god's existence you know you uh, i think you uh, it shouldn't directly correlate to you know worshiping a uh, god a uh, god no no moving away from the worshiping part Cold like uh, spirituality right it's like the basic uh, this thing ideology of a religion like a human has a soul so do you believe that a human has a soul or is it just you know you consider it as a myth as a myth which is yet to be debunked by science yeah it, uh, yeah, yeah consciousness yeah we have not well even science does not have a proper explanation explanation to consciousness so yeah until we debunk it i think a soul must exist or it can give a point yeah i i think it's like uh, you know fire because uh, early humans when they uh, might have checked out fire they might have thought it's some sort of supernatural thing and soon they 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 found out how to make fire by themselves i mean uh, we have to wait for science to debunk such theories yeah, you second me on that soul and all right right yeah so i think we uh, need to advance can actually be attributed to evolution you know evolution can actually explain it but not completely like what separates human beings from an ant or a lion or something i don't know right yeah those are yet to be debunked by science i guess yeah i would like to raise a point regarding this matter yes right so you know right all living beings are basically similar at the biomolecular level cells work cells produce that cells produce energy you know you, you your being your living being your body it figures out stuff for you now this brain this brain doesn't have to think for the cell right this brain only has to look around and make you survive you know make you fit for survival yeah that that's the case for every single living being i believe yeah I recently uh, I heard a debate about the same thing it's uh, with uh, Richard Dawkins who's a very famous atheist uh, what he said was uh, uh, he was debating a religious person who was stating that cells are conscious so do you believe cells are conscious the tiniest uh, part of the body no they actually are from a machine is a machine conscious a machine no, is it it's pro- it's programmed to do so Where, i mean i'm not, i'm on the atheist side But this is just a so what about very... a cell a cell does things just like that yeah, yeah but the cell is actually programmed to do something no if yeah. you say program then it's like stating that someone programmed it to oh i mean i'm an atheist but this is just like you know a counter statement that atheists get all the time which is is a cell conscious or not i mean that can debunk the whole theory right yeah what created life well, would say they are conscious because they work in very particularly crazy manner but again those work because of basic chemistry not basic exactly but a bit complex you know these cells uh, in the beginning we had bacteria 
so why why do you think there was bacteria only in the beginning well because every other iteration behind the bacteria those failed the bacteria was the first one to actually survive as a cell now as a cell even further iterations happened and we reached to the point where we are discussing about this as humans you know from bacteria right so yeah that's the point humans have pretty much the similar mechanism in their uh, fundamental units that is cells and it works almost similarly and this works because of chemistry you know and you might say how particularly crazy this is because everything just works perfectly everything just works fine and that's because out of several millions or billions of iterations one has worked out and that has passed out in our generation generation to generation it it is being passed on and so the cells have developed a certain kind of modification that enables them to do things perfectly without you know flaw even if there is a flaw it will eliminate it correct so you are stating like a illusion how, how like maybe in the early days cells used to move because they just move because of diffusion you know this just move you know maybe consciousness yep. but then where from when did consciousness start consciousness you could say you know our our brains has a lot of cells a lot i can't even tell you how many so our these cells you know you could say they work randomly and it's such a complex thing for our small brains to think about Compl- that uh, yeah yeah it is a very complex thing of course uh, we are our brain has been adapted to looking at its surroundings and that's because of the cells working inside it the cells themselves don't know if they are conscious it's just you know a sort of arrangement that when when you, when you look at it as a big picture it just seems as a living being but when you look inside it is just basic chemistry you could say uh so uh, we uh, we we know that uh, you know uh, the all the organisms began from water so uh, when they had to transform or you know not transform to transport to the land like when the first water organisms came to the land you're telling me it happened merely because of uh, not diffusion osmosis or uh, and not because the cells have a you know thought just to move on to the land is it merely because of osmosis no it's probably evolution maybe no. one organism just ended up on the land and it yeah, survived that's exactly and then another cell ended up and it survived and they reproduced and stuff ended up like completely involuntarily yeah involuntarily okay. that's how evolution works environment does some of the work and then the rest you know, the so called life of a living being is actually a game of chance right that's why most planets do not have life exactly our earth was very very much a, a breeding ground for stuff to happen you know the right. goldilocks the the sun being a very medium sized star or maybe smaller star and just the earth just happened to be here and you know the carbon atoms just happened to stick in such a way that it made biomolecules correct but that would make earth like a complete uh, unique objects so you are telling me no other forms of life can ever exist on other planets can exist but the chances sure, are they, like, they definitely could exist other types of life but again as uh, aman is saying the chance so it all boils down to what you choose to believe do you choose to be ignorant about science 
or do you choose to look at the bigger picture and then look at the smaller picture and then figure out what's actually going on and then conclude that you know god is just a thing made up by humans or the concept of god you see before humans existed there were animals of course they were lower classes animals those animals you could say if you were one of those if you were suppose an elephant now among other elephants you would talk in in a, in a separate certain way and you would believe in a um, mythic thing elephants might have done that because elephants have been shown to have emotional feelings and ptsd over someone's loss so i'm not comparing this to ridicule anyone i am just saying that among humans we have made up something and god sure might exist but logic says that i mean sure if you look outside it's going to disprove the total existence of god again it's it's within our minds spirituality is something you choose to do and if it if that makes you happy you can all go for it there's no objection as a human you you're you're free to do anything unless it hurts others right right uh, so uh like uh uh wait what does i say you know uh, what an ice would say is that wow what does it matter about hurting others you know what makes good and bad separate things that's where that's why most people turn to religion you know because they feel someone is looking up at them and you know saying you need to do good you don't need to do bad you know so if there exists no religion what is the motivation to do good yeah, yeah exactly this is like a, a, a counterpoint against uh, religion which people often state they like morals cannot exist in an atheistic society like no one would you could just go kill someone if uh, unless the law uh, uh, bars you from doing it you would just kill someone because you know you don't believe in someone who's looking after you or looking up or looking from above on you or you, know, you have no uh, you know guarantee of going to heaven so you could just go kill someone what what do you uh, what do you think about that cats about good and evil because nothing is there to determine what is each yeah it is subjective right good and evil is yeah. subjective yeah like you could raise a kid to kill and make, uh, make it seem that killing is good so to him each time he kills he's doing a good deed yeah because but we also we also have pure. some religions where they're, they're killing people in the name of god which is ironic yeah. there are quite a few religions Dude, spotify right. might flag our podcast uh, i don't think so but either way uh, then another thing i wanted to talk about was uh, you know miracles especially in the christian society you know how uh, we see a lot of miracles about uh, uh, kids or uh, people just being uh, uh, healed from cancer uh and other diseases like diarrhea whatever you know uh, so uh, you know most of this can be attributed to the yeah, i'm sure most of you know about the placebo effect yes you know? yeah placebo effect yeah yeah so sure. it's basically if you believe you are uh, you will be healed you are, there's a chance you'll be healed uh, you guys know about homeopathy right it's entirely based on the uh, placebo effect why homeopathy is nothing in itself it is actually entirely based on placebo effect it's there in the website it's literally there in their website so uh, the medicines they give is nothing but uh, sugar no, nothing <laughs> okay <laughs> i didn't know it's sugar pills it's sugar pills 
Okay. All that works is it boosts your mind because you believe that this medicine is going to work out, and your mind believes that too. So your mind becomes happy, and you know it figures out the body. The body figures it out itself how to become okay. You could say it's kind of like that. So dopamine could cure any disease, according to homeopathy. Yeah, but homeopathy. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, the doctors are trained to take certain kind of disease. You know, the doctors assess your situation. You know, right, if so, they if it's beyond them, they just like okay, go go to some a deep hospital or something. <laughs> So the medicines by themselves don't do anything. Yeah, they don't. They it's all on the placebo effect. Oh my shit. Okay. I don't even know that. Anyway, nice to know. Yeah, it's there in their website you could go and read. Right. So yeah, so most miracles are also uh, based I uh, it's mostly based on the placebo effect and people immediately attribute it to god, religion, etc. Yeah, correct. but uh, not everything can be cured with the placebo effect right yeah not that. like recently there was a uh, there was this covid thing and uh, i don't know where the study exactly happened uh, but the thing was the uh, the patients were told that they the eat these uh, you know these vitamin c tablets uh, they'll be cured from covid 19 you know and right. magically actually cured So oh, it didn't have anything to do with the vitamin C trap tablets. No, I didn't. Okay. So uh but not all of the patients who took the vitamin C tablet healed from covid-19. Most of them did. Right. So uh what if someone uh, you know takes homeopathic medicines but you know really doesn't uh, believe in it. You just uh you don't believe in homeopathy. It doesn't cure you. Yeah. the case where you have children you know uh, the child uh, you know most uh, you know you, we as children might have not have believed this you know but it's our parents this thing you know the parents just like you will get healed you will get healed you know so that attributes to us and that activates the placebo effect and now you are telling that if a person doesn't believe like an individual person what's going to happen if so I, if the placebo effect doesn't work then he's screwed he's done <laughs> okay i think yes go to that Yes, to take antibiotics or something. Antibiotics. Right, right, right. That's fun to know. That was amazing set of theories and everything. Which it was really fantastic. And we'll be winding up this segment now, and we'll just move on to the entertainment talks. We can like suggest the movies which we want others to maybe watch, watch or something. Like, let's start with Aman. A recent movie that I watched that I really like, but mostly almost everyone has watched. It's Tenet. You know. I think it's been like almost a year since it released. So the movie is basically about uh, in the future a scientist creates a device which is dangerous and you know uh, it can destroy the planet and thus uh, they just uh, yeah, this splits it into uh, nine pieces or something and uh, this buries it across the uh, uh, across the planet in the past. Is it movie like really confusing or something like did you understand like people are yeah, really scared yeah. to that movie or something you, like you yeah. need to watch it like, yeah yeah you can't eat popcorn and stuff while watching it you don't really this movie tenet was honestly it's not a one watch movie you can't just fully understand it with one watch and with popcorn as aman said you need to give like, a flat attention to it i think it's like the most confusing nolan movie uh huh like every time you watch we will discover new things just complicated 
Okay, that's interesting. And uh, let's move on to the suggestion of Ayan. Oh, yeah, I would like to recommend another Nolan movie. I'm sorry if you're sick of movies, but it's called Interstellar. It's a beautiful movie. And I bet everyone here has watched it and is a big fan of it. So I would like to give another recommendation that is the Zodiac or just Zodiac. But, as you know, David Fincher. It's just absolutely thrilling. It's, it's beautifully made um, and it's going to keep you at your toes and for understanding you know it's it's super thrilling basically like what is the overview of the like a basic summary without spoilers of that movie yeah so so this zodiac is actually not a fiction movie it's uh, it's based on real life it's uh, on true accounts so as you know in the 70s you might you might know uh, someone called okay fine you know jack the ripper right yeah, like uh, it would be. Oh, yeah, really I awesome. the serial killer. Right? Yeah, the serial killer. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of like that. It's based on Zodiac, who was another serial killer. And uh, in the seventies, he did a lot of murders in the California region. A lot of crazy stuff happened. Uh, quite impossible. It was it was a very difficult case to work on for the police. And this movie basically fills out all. All of the info you need to know about the case. So if you're too lazy to read about the case, you can just watch the movie. And uh, oh. for most people, they won't even realize there was a case like this because it's not that famous in pop culture. But yes, if you have watched the movie and you feel like getting more info about this, you can read several uh, accounts or, you know, there are some books out there. But the movie is quite enough in itself, I would say. It's a beautiful watch. You can watch it. And also, there's a scene in this movie, the basement scene. I would like to highlight it because it's like a straight up horror movie scene, but from a movie that's not, you know, in the horror genre. So it's quite crazy and you might, you must watch it. It's a must watch. Okay, that's like pretty cool. Um, okay, then. All right, guys, that was it for today and uh, hope you all enjoyed it. Shout out to Ricky and Aman for joining us on the podcast and follow them. Link in the description. Thank you for streaming the Note Jackers podcast. <laughs> okay, guys, that was it.